happening, good people? Welcome to my podcast, Around the Wicket, with my buddy Ryan Mayfield. My name is Vivek Vinayak, and good news is in Bengaluru, we have just been out of the lockdown, which means it's the 5th of May, and the government has eased its restrictions, but we are far from being safe. Uh, can't say that about the United States of America. They are also under the lockdown. But guess what? This podcast is to kind of ease things out, you know, lessen the tension of the atmosphere, and talk about our passion for the game of cricket. And we are going to be joined in by a very special guest today on our show. He is the Turbinator. Singh is king. Any guesses about our guest for today? Well, it is none other than Paramveer Singh, who has played first-class cricket for India between the years 2011 and 2012. Param, correct me if I'm wrong. I've got some facts, uh, you know, all juggled up here. But he's our guest for us today on our show. What is happening, good friend Paramveer? Before that, Ryan, Ryan and Paramveer have been friends for a long time. You guys have to catch up and say hi. <laughs> Yeah, so I think uh, this might actually be our first conversation with voices, right? Have we actually talked before this? Um, no, Ryan. I think this is our first time we're actually speaking <laughs> to each other. So we've been social media friends. Uh, you know, he's, we're both on Instagram. And so I don't know when it was sometime back that uh, we started messaging and talking about cricket and India and um, just kind of starting up a little bit of a friendship there. And so, yeah, excited to actually have a you know, face-to-face conversation with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. Like, anything regarding cricket is love. <laughs> Good. Well, we're glad that you're, uh, that you're on here. So, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about just yourself, uh, you know, where, where you're from and uh, maybe a little bit about your family, but then also like your cricket background, what that's been like for you. I know uh, you've played a little bit, yeah? Yeah, so I, uh, I'm born and brought up in Hyderabad and I've been clicked playing cricket since I'm, I was 13, 14. So I've played, I've represented Hyderabad in all the age groups from under 14s to 15s to 17s to 19s, 21s, 25s, Ranji Trophy, T20s, um, four days and one days. Yeah. So I've, yeah, and I, I've represented university cricket also. And uh, there's a lot of uh, traveling all over India. And I, like the Ranji Trophy, I'm actually, I started playing from 2009 till 2012. So, so a lot of times I'm on the bench also because I didn't get the opportunity most of the time during, but I'm traveling with the team, waiting for my opportunity to uh, play with the players. But yeah, so it's a long journey with cricket. You know, whether, uh, whether you're, uh, whether you're in the bench or you're on the field or you're on the war field, and there's a sing in the team. There's a party everywhere. There's, there's, there's <laughs> always something to look forward to. Uh, I've been, you know, waiting to talk to you about so many things, especially cricket. Uh, you know, Paramir, uh, tell us, uh, you know, how do you look at cricket at the moment, considering how the COVID-19 has taken over so many sports in the world? Uh, where do you think cricket will go in the future? Do you think that uh, we could play indoor matches? Do you think that uh, the IPL would ever happen this year? What are your thoughts? Well, I think with this situation, it's very difficult for cricket to happen. It's because you need you need spectators to come on and cheer for the team, like uh, for an event like IPL. And I've been reading reports from different cricketers where uh, I think Steve Smith has uh, opened up about this, where he said uh, maybe the IPL can happen behind closed doors. I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know how. The logistics will work there, making the team travel and play behind closed door cricket. But if it's going to happen, it's going to happen like that. Because in India, 
social distancing like vivek already knows it's out of the park even in lockdown like nobody like nobody is in their common sense to have avoid that uh, distance mm. but uh, yeah so i think it's it's difficult to have uh, um, a top class uh, cricket especially like ipl um anytime soon so are you a um, sunrisers fan is that your team or you have a different team no it's so it's it's funny you know so i'm generally a sunrisers fan but when punjab comes and plays in hyderabad then i'm a punjab fan ah okay <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, i was in bangalore last year and watched punjab come and play uh and so it was interesting being there you know chris gale coming in as the opposition and not with <laughs> rcb and so that was that was fun to get to see him play again there yeah so so generally it's uh, hyderabad so punjab so what happens is when punjab comes to hyderabad the whole family goes to the stadium like literally we are 15 20 all punjabis they we are literally dancing on the field and like you have a crowd of about 15000 people and we are just a, a, a cluster of 15 20 people uh, jumping and shouting just for the fun of it doesn't matter who is winning we're just there for fun yeah so like generally our attitude is just have fun guys like <laughs> so yeah it's funny ryan it's funny ryan that uh, you spoke about uh, you know watching a match between rcb and kings 11 punjab last year i remember as journalists when we used to watch the auction at itc gardenia bangalore uh, all the all the all my press colleagues used to say you know we want to go watch Kings 11 auction we want to watch Kings 11 auction now I wonder like what's there to see Kings 11 auction I say we want to see Preeti Zinta <laughs> I don't want to see Vijay <laughs> Mallya or anybody else <laughs> so uh, there's to be a big big demand you know I probably you know to watch the, the auctions and and watch Preeti Zinta as well that was uh, pretty much fun but talking about Chris Gale I think the credit should go to Virender Sehwag um I think it was a last minute a last minute decision by him to just kind of include Chris Gale because he went unsold uh mm-hmm. even till the third round and uh, kudos to him that we were able to see gale again the universe boss uh, yeah. not with rcb but I, i mean again bad luck for rcb i mean he was not playing towards the end very well but yeah. the moment he went to another team he started belting the ball again mm, yeah so uh paramvir what uh tell us some of your favorite players who are favorite batsmen bowlers Uh, yeah, give us some of your favorites. Wow, I've always been inspired by Shane Warne because I'm a leg spinner myself. So mm. Shane Warne was an inspiration because he's a big turner of the ball. So and the way he attacked the batsmen, the way because leg spin is a very difficult art. If, if you guys have ever tried leg spin, yeah, like it could Absolutely be is. morally um, demotivating. <laughs> like the ball will never pitch on one spot. like it's it's a huge tag you need you, you need to be so strong to bowl a leg spin and um, fortunately or unfortunately i uh, i was bowling leg spin and i know the struggles i've gone through uh, to bowl that and shane won with his attacking uh, uh, personality like he just takes on any batsman hmm. so especially during first ipl when nobody expected rajasthan to win he came out of nowhere and lifted the cup right Mm. and his captaincy his intelligence but it's just out of the blocks and then as for a batsman then i love abi devlers like abi yeah. i mean can you have any better batsman than him like yeah. especially in t20s oh god like you can trust him and it's unfortunate like rcb hasn't won uh, uh ipl having abd and the likes of abd 
best batsmen are in RCB. I don't know why yeah. they can't win it. And yeah. there's a good story about this RCB versus Sunrisers because I was um, so I was in National Cricket Academy then. IPL 2, if I'm not wrong, in South Africa, where the finals was between Sunrisers, Hyderabad, and uh, uh, Bangalore, RCB. Yeah. Uh, yes, so, yes. so I'm an NCA, National Cricket Academy, and uh, the whole the coaching staff, everybody is supporting Bangalore <laughs> because so we are holed up in Mysore uh, campus where uh-huh. it's a one one month long cricket uh, tough uh, routine and it's finals. Everybody is uh, gunning for RCB and I'm the only guy from Hyderabad. I'm like, Hyderabad, Hyderabad. <laughs> in fact, even though RC, uh, Hyderabad shot down for, I think, 130 or something, everybody expected RCB to win. <laughs> In the end, Hyderabad won. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. There's been a lot of matches where everybody expected RCB to win and then they didn't. <laughs> I don't know, Vivek. You should tell me what's what's with RCB's bad luck. Like, why does it happen with this? You know, RCB's good luck. I'll talk about RCB's good luck. RCB's good luck is they have uh, a ton of good players like Kohli. They used to have Gale. They did have Shane Watson. They have ABD. And of course, Mr. Nags. Uh, that's, that's their good luck. <laughs> Mr. Nags. But their bad <laughs> But their bad luck, I think their bad luck is because they have so many good players, technically speaking, I think they tend to get carried away uh, and they tend to probably take it uh, a little lightly. I think RCB for me is a bit like the Indian cricket team. Um, for me personally, it's a personal opinion that whenever the Indian cricket team has come into a pressure cooker situation, even in the last World Cup against uh, New Zealand, somehow we, we cannot absorb that those final overs or, you know, even a guy like MSD was, um, who's known to be a great finisher, kind of struggled in those last overs against New Zealand in the World Cup. I, I compare them to, to RCB as well. Somehow, you know, there was one final against Sunrisers Hyderabad where we kind of lost by, I don't know, two or three runs, I think. And Hyderabad ended up winning it in Chinnaswamy Stadium. So, yeah. I call it bad luck. I call it, you know, being complacent about the position they're in. I mean, it's been 10 seasons, man. Even Gautam Gambhir, yeah. I and mean, we discussed this in the previous episodes, uh, Ryan, that even Gautam Gambhir said that you can be a Virat Kohli, but if you cannot win a trophy for the 10 seasons, then there's something seriously wrong with the decisions the management is doing in choosing the players. You know, this, yeah. it's high time RCB kind of did that first victory. It's been 10 years. Come on, man. Come on, come on. I mean, <laughs> we, I think so, we're more fond of nags. I think we're more hopeful of uh, nags and his jokes and his comedy sketches than RCB <laughs> winning uh, <laughs> the trophy. You know, I think part of it is that you know, they have some incredible players, right? With ABD, uh, you've, you've mentioned all of them, right? They have so many incredible players, but I think they, they've almost got too many big name players, you know, because what happens with RCB is they have, you know, three or four players that are just, you know, top, top cricketers in the world. But then to make up for that, then they have four or five other players on the team that you're like, why... Why are they here? What are they doing? You know, and and I don't mean any disrespect towards those players. Obviously, you know anybody who's getting in the IPL is going to be a good cricketer. But when you're playing against literally the the best players in the world, right? Then when you have those weaker links in the chain, you know ABD, a, uh, you know Devillers and Coley and whoever the other superstars are on the team, three, four superstars can't win the match by themselves, right? Um, cricket's a 360-degree a game. And so if you've got your good players in one spot, then you just hit the ball to a different spot on the field. And, uh, and, you, and you wait. You play defensive on the good bowlers that are there, 
and then you, you know, target the ones that are not as good. And so I think that's maybe where RCB has had some trouble is they've really went after the biggest names, you know, uh, with even like Gale. Gale's a great example of this because the amount of money and time that RCB spent on Chris Gale for the amount of return over the past, you know, three, four seasons, it's, it doesn't match up. Uh, and so they could have spent that money and time investing in other players as well. And so, yeah, I think that for me is a, a big part of it. They, they have to overcompensate with other players. Um, I think uh, cricket is a, it proves that cricket is a, very, it's a very team game. Like you don't, you can't win matches with four best players in the world in the team. It mm-hmm. has to be a team effort. That's why a team like Chennai Super Kings or Mumbai Indians mm-hmm. are so regular on the top slot. Because yeah. so if you see Chennai Super Kings, they're all above 30. I think the oldest team, like above 30. Very much so. Yeah. Average, average. So just with experience, they know what, what to do is right. And now Mumbai Indians, they have the young blood. Everybody's mm-hmm. powerful there. So I yeah. think it's, it's, it's a very team game. Like with my experience of playing cricket, I've seen you, ca- you can't win with all the best players you have. It has to be an effort by everybody. Yeah, Vivek, absolutely. What do you Vivek? Vivek, you're still not. Um, so making a point, uh, and I think the fans also should note this, that RCB has made some pretty bad mistakes when it comes to team selection. One, I think, uh, ever since we kind of didn't have Dale Stain as a part of the mainstream bowling attack, we lacked a genuine uh, fast bowler. We didn't have Mitchell Stark for a long time in our team as well. So we've been kind of you know looking for that fast bowler who can deliver uh, quickly in, with a new ball. We also kind of lacked having a balance in the team. And I think uh, ever since Vijay Malia was kind of taken off from the UB group and he lost uh, his shares in RCB, um, there has been some efforts to kind of bring in a balance and you know not have any uh, personal favorites. Like I remember Yuvraj Singh was picked up at City for I think 13 or 14 crores. Uh, wow. I mean, that's the kind of money you're spending on Yuvraj Singh who wasn't even at, you know, in such great form at that time because Virat Kohli insisted that he be in the team. So I think mm. these are the things uh, which the other teams are not doing. I think the other teams are being very smart in picking the players who are good for the team and not because your captain, you know, wants that person in your team. So these things have to really stop. I, I truly believe that and I think it's. I think you know if Virat also can probably ever listens to this, he'll also agree that you know nothing, uh, nothing ahead of of uh, winning a game and putting your team in forward and you know, playing for uh, the cause and not for your you know personal likes and dislikes. Yeah, and if Virat ever listens to this, please come on to our show and tell us why we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd love to. You know, we'd love to. I, I think Virat has matured as a cricketer over the years. Uh, um, he started off as a hot-headed young cricketer and he's had his fair share of controversies with fans, with commentators, with umpires. Um, man, I don't mind getting into a controversy with you at all. I'll be frank. <laughs> you know, uh, it'll, it'll be cool for us. Uh, and, and, and it'll also be cool to kind of talk to you, uh, you know. Um, I've only seen Virat. I, I used to be in a phase as a journalist, not even clicking photos with, with popular cricketers because I thought I was a journalist and that's not my job. I'm not a fan, but now I'm not a journalist. Uh, yeah. Now I'm a podcast host and I deserve to take some pictures. So Virat, hopefully you listen to this conversation. <laughs> so, uh, Paramvir, for, for you, let's talk a little bit more about uh, just you and... You know what's cricket has been for for you, and um, yeah. So tell us, maybe tell us something 
that's been a, a memorable moment for you just in your playing years? Wow, memorable moment was um, um, I, I was uh, pretty regular at uh, Deccan Charges uh, next session. Mm. Uh, in fact, I was um, almost selected for Sunrisers Hyderabad. Like I, I, I've spoken to Darren Lehman personally. He came to see my match. In fact, when he came to see my match, I made Hyderabad win that day. Huh. And I was awesome. very hopeful that, you know, I I might be there. But unfortunately, like, I couldn't be there. That's okay. I mean, uh, but I, I love sharing space with uh, the likes of uh, Adam Wilkes, uh, uh-huh. uh, Andrew Simons. And, and it was fun with Andrew Simons because when Deccan Charges, the first year of Deccan Charges, that time he was coming out of the monkey gate scandal and leaving <laughs> Javi, holy shit. So, he, so for him, uh, uh, Punjabi Sardar is, everybody's like hot-blooded, hot-budgeted type, uh, you know, and I'm an aggressive guy while bowling. So it's like when I bowl and it hits me straight, I'm, I'm also a good fielder of my, of my own bowling. So I, I used to just uh, naturally uh, hold the ball and try to hit him back. Uh-huh. And he's like, whoa, whoa, easy there, man, easy there. <laughs> so it, so it was fun, uh, uh, and even Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma was uh, was amazing there. So mm. um, uh, being with then then uh, interaction with Shane Warne, like my biggest moment was with Shane Warne. Wow. Like uh, then I went to Rajasthan Royals uh, camp, and I got to bowl with him mm. in the first uh, IPL in Hyderabad. So it was fun seeing him right up close, like the legend himself bowling, and I'm bowling with him. I'm like I'm like. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I was so excited. So, yeah. yeah, that was... That's awesome. That was, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that experience, just being with these guys. And then after that, then every time I've been with Indian cricket team, like I've bowled to their nets, then I've interacted with uh, uh, Sachin Tendulkar, Seva, like the whole mm. Indian setup. Wow. Like, that's, I mean, the amount of discipline Sachin Tendulkar uh, commanded even in 2010. 9 10 mm. when he's playing test cricket like that. I mean, hats off, somebody needs to be that passionate. Like, mm. he has achieved everything, mm. and he's still in the nets batting for one hour, one and a half hour. Like, he's not giving up. That guy and Rahul Ravid, mm-hmm. like, whew, insane. And yeah. the most, uh, like, the most craziest man would be uh, Virendra Sehwag. Like, you, <laughs> like, you know, the commentators normally say that Virendra Sehwag has no footwork. Like, I, I couldn't. Uh, see that on television like it looked like he has little footwork but when I when I actually bowled to him and I saw him he literally has no footwork like it's like (laughs) it's sea ball hit ball right that's it like even his legs his legs are like uh, somebody has uh, done uh, what do you say cued him that side and (laughs) especially for spinners he he just makes us like feel like we are nobody like not just me eh, or the Indian cricket spinners uh, Bowling to him, he just smashes them. Like it's just, hey, what are you bowling? <laughs> what are you bowling? <laughs> like literally, no respect for spinners. <laughs> and I don't know why. Like I, I've heard his uh, podcast uh, uh, on YouTube, and he says he doesn't consider spinners as bowlers. It seems. which which are the batsmen you would know in world cricket? And if you're a cricket lover, you'll relate to this. Uh, you're on two ninety four in Pakistan. A country uh, which India has such such so much history with, and you hit a six to reach three hundred. I mean, there are very few batsmen who I know would do that, uh, who are so fearless, who play for the game, not really for the numbers. I mean, you know, to get three hundred with a six in Pakistan mm-hmm. is 
uh, that that's something which really defines who we're in the Sevag is fearless batting by the man. So let's uh, change change gears just a little bit for the kind of the final piece of this. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about how we actually came into to contact in the first place was actually not so much through cricket, but you're a photographer. So talk to us yeah. about that. So um, I always loved photography since uh, my engineering days. Um, then, but I I couldn't concentrate on that because my whole life was cricket, like. getting up playing three four hours coming home eating food sleep for one two hours and get back to the ground in the evening like literally mm. it was that and then in 2012 um uh, i had i had this uh, back injury when special that time i was speaking up like my cricket was on the top of the game i was like mm. yes that is where i thought i would go to the next level and i got this severe back injury like uh, and then i was I couldn't take cricket. Then I have lot of time. And then what should I do? I always love photography, and that's how photography uh, started. And I think it, Instagram was a huge bonus for me because there I met a lot of like-minded people. Like mm. everybody is taking pictures, then back and forth conversation. He, how did you do this? And I met lot of cool people on this platform, yeah. uh, including now Ryan. <laughs> so it's, it's amazing how this community is. Like I'm. I've not made friends like that in my real life because my social circle was just limited to my cricketers. Like, yeah. just, but I don't want to be with them all the time. Like even outside cricket, I want to have my own set of friends. Yeah, and that's how photography made me uh, open up my horizons and meet a lot of people from different backgrounds, from different countries. Yeah. Well, you've traveled. Speaking of different countries, you've traveled to a lot of different countries and taken a lot of uh, pictures in those places and. Uh, I I love your photos. They're all so good, and and even over the past few years, I think you got like a drone that you've been doing some drone photography and video work, and it's uh, yeah, just been amazing. So, where where has been your favorite place that you've traveled to take some photos? Um, uh, Kashmir. Mm. Kashmir is so so beautiful. Like I've been to exotic places like Ladakh. Uh, a uh, few months back to spiti valley they are very exotic like they are very harsh on your body but kashmir is very beautiful it, it has its own charm it's like a dream land it's it's like switzerland but <laughs> with the indian charm like it's it, i mean not with the switzerland roads per se but it's beautifully <laughs> untouched and it's different it's amazing the, the people are amazing everything is amazing but yeah. but uh, location wise i i love bali and i i love yosemite in us i love oh, yeah. yosemite it's i would love to stay there like unfortunately i was there only for a day mm. and uh, but i would love to camp there for two three days just have fun in that national park so yosemite is like the cleaner version or the uh, um, advanced version of ladakh like if ladakh mm. is raw yosemite is everything is polished like huh. people are always uh discipline and the roads are nice everything but in ladakh it's it's all dust like you yeah. build the uh, roads there because it's so remote yeah well you you went i guess at a good time because now like with all the you know shut down everything the national parks are just kind of being let go so there's like garbage everywhere and things are not being maintained and so that's uh, a good thing you got to go like even then i feel in america it's uh, it's pretty clean like you say new york is uh, very bad with their uh, uh, garbage 
but when i when i went to new york it was so nice compared to because we're from india right we see garbage everywhere but new york i'm like oh it's nice like everything is nice <laughs> i was in paris uh, in december and we felt the same thing uh, so you know paris is generally considered uh, slightly unclean um now uh, because of the migrants who kind of keep it like that and you know we saw kind of a few people jumping over the um the ticket counters and not paying their tickets and going and kind of littering mm-hmm. but uh, we were still like still paris is better <laughs> than than india right? <laughs> we somehow feel we somehow feel um you know locations abroad is slightly more disciplined and they have a system in place which they have um but i guess we we have a bits and pieces of everything in our places yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So if uh if people want to find you on Instagram how can they how can they connect with you Yeah my handle is kooljurt uh, with a k k o l j a t yes yeah. so if anybody wants to see me catch up with me and feel free to hit me up there Yeah you should definitely do that like i said his his pictures and videos are amazing and so yeah go check out uh him on Instagram and uh yeah shoot him a message especially if it's about cricket i think he'd probably love to talk yeah of course i love cricket and in fact i i keep playing cricket uh before this lockdown every weekend we have some game or the other so it's it's always there that's awesome well thanks so much for coming on i appreciate you being a guest on our show thank you ryan it's been my pleasure uh, uh vivek also so Thank you so much. My pleasure uh, Paramveer has it's been absolutely nice to speak to you and interact with you uh, ladies and gentlemen you can go to Instagram and follow Paramveer on his uh, Instagram account to check out some very cool photos if you want to discuss cricket with him he's open for that as well and this is a customary thing I do with all my Punjabi friends so before we uh, kind of end the conversation with you Joe Bole Sonihal Sasriagal <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much, Paramveer, for joining us on Around the Wicket. Thank you, guys. All right, folks. That was Paramveer Singh joining us from Hyderabad on Around the Wicket. It was an interesting conversation with Param, especially for Ryan to catch up with him after a long, long time. I think they're speaking uh, for many times, but they're seeing each other for the first time. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, it was awesome. It was great to connect with him and hear a little bit about his experience and um, and yeah, just to get kind of another perspective on. on what's going on with cricket right now. Absolutely. So, thank you all for joining us on Around the Wicket. We're going to be bringing you some awesome content and interviews and guest appearances on the next coming episodes of our podcast. Until then, I want you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Spotify, share our content if you like it, and give us all the love you can because we are unique. It's the only show, it's the only podcast where an American guy and an Indian guy come together to discuss about the game of cricket. Take it easy and we'll see you on the other side.